Disclaimer, we do not own or claim ownership of the Pokemon franchise and any Pokemon established in official canon. That's all owned by Nintendo, Game Freak, and Creatures. This is just a podcast made by four friends who love Pokemon. It's our love letter to a franchise most of us grew up with, so please go support the official release. Previously on PKMN Legacy. I want to go to the sweet spot. You see four combi buzzing aggressively around the now trapped slinket. Hey, it's that little boy again. Oh. Several more combi swarm into the area. Uh. And one by one, link up with each other. You are face to face with a wall of combi. Oh. Uh, no. I want you to bite it as hard as you can with a fire fang. <sighs> She is not going to forget that. When you back a Houndoom into a corner, the burns they leave you with never fades. Well, that's a dark victory. This Slinket wants to join your party. I guess you come with me then. The three of you reach the end of the route and approach the brick walls of Brayburg Town. It's the last bits of dusk. The three of you are coated in dirt, sweat, and sap from your travels. You trudge past a sign that says, Welcome to Brayburg Town. As soon as you step onto the red brick streets, this sweet sugary scent smacks you right in the schnoz. It's the last traces of a busy day in the markets. The only parts of town that are still lit up at this hour are the street lamps, and the lit windows of the Pokemon Center on top of a rather steep climb of a hill. Oh, we made it! What? Oh, God. Are, are you okay? What What are we doing here again? I lost track of... Anybody have any water? Suck it up a little longer. We can rest at the Pokemon Center over there. Tomorrow, we begin my conquest of this town's gym. Yeah. That's probably a good idea. Let's go! Maddie just runs up the hill... All right. I think I can will my legs to move again. Make a forceful check. Oh, boy. (laughs) That is a... I got a one. (laughs) While the two others make their climb up the hill, Maddie skipping steps. Chris, I'm imagining you just like physically picking up one leg with your hands (laughs) and moving one in front of the other slowly. You can hear, like, a bone creak as you move. okay. Slow and steady, old man. Slow and steady. Do you want to just give me, uh, your Pokemon so I can heal it for you on the way up? Oh, you're so kind. He hands Maddie the, the Houndoom he has. By the way, if I happen to be on the ground sleeping, don't mind me. I'm just resting. Okay. And Maddie takes the Pokeball, and she's just kind of, like, hesitant, really confused as to why they're so exhausted. <laughs> Chris hands you the Pokeball for Handoom, and she was never seen again. <laughs> and then Maddie ran away, and I stole your Pokemon. It was Maddie who was the villain all along this whole time. <laughs> While Chris is trudging up, uh, Maddie and Velma, we cut to you going into the Pokemon Center. It's during the graveyard shift. 
that you can see some people in like the waiting room snoozing on top of their chairs. Nurse Joy is just idly uh, typing on her computer at the front desk. Vumbo marches up to the counter and taps on the wood to get her attention. She looks up and sees you two. Bonjour! Oh, why, hello there, you two. Welcome to the Pokemon Center. How may I help you? So Velma grabs her two Pokeballs and has to stand on her tippy toes so she can heft them over the counter and hands them to Nurse Joy. And she says, I've had a long day and my minions need rest. And so do our Pokemon. Oh, yes, of course. I'll just need to take your Pokemon for a bit. And she takes them and puts them on a cart and starts to wheel them into the back room. It'll be about 15 to 20 minutes. In the meantime, please feel free to use the showers in the living quarters. Great! Uh, one moment, please. Are you two girls traveling by yourselves? Uh, no, we have another friend with us. He's, he's coming. It, the hill is too steep for him. Ah, I see. Give me just a moment. And you see her duck into the back room. And you can't see much, but you can hear... Hey, Yeah, we got another dead weight downstairs. Nope, no, because I got the last one. Yeah, back to her spine. I don't care. And she pokes her head back and says, My assistant will be retrieving your friend momentarily. Great. Thank you. Two minutes pass, and you see a Chansey with a nurse's uniform and cap and apron and everything. Dragging Chris in by his legs. Anna, is that you? Your hands are softer and furrier than normal. Chancey uh, leans down and starts uh, wake up slapping your face. Oh, it's a Chancey. It's a Pokemon sensor. Thank you for uh, getting me from the outside. A couple minutes pass. That gives you enough time to hit the showers, clean off a bit, so you're not sticky, dirty messes. Ah, uh, yes, the honey. And you come back, and she hands you your Pokemon, and leads you to the uh, sleeping quarters. Uh, the Pokemon centers in this world are similar to the ones in, like, the anime. It's not just a place where you can heal. It's a place where trainers can find some accommodations if they can't get to an inn. Find a bed, some food, showers. It's pretty much like a uh, a Pokemon homeless center. Vemma, at this point, uh, her eyes are getting really heavy and she's having to catch herself from falling asleep. <sighs> okay. Sleep now. Domination tomorrow. The night passes by quite peacefully as the three of you hit the beds like a rock. And it's not until late in the morning that you awaken. Good morning. Afternoon. Uh, how long were we out? He's gonna look at his timer. It's like eleven thirty in the in the morning. Wow. I think I think we overslept. We should go explore. No, no, no. We didn't let you explore yesterday. Today we're fighting. We're going to the gym after breakfast. What? Brunch. So the three of you get ready for, to start a new day. You do notice that when you go to eat, the Pokemon food seems to be in very short supply at this facility. Um, 
excuse me, Nurse Joy? Uh, yes, how, how can I help you? Uh, oh, sorry if I'm, dist- if I'm disturbing you. Um, am I seeing things, or does there seem to be a bit of a short supply on the Pokemon food here? Uh, no, we're, we're, uh, we're expecting a new shipment uh, today, but uh, it hasn't come in quite yet. We apologize for the inconvenience. Oh, no, 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 that's fine. I was just making sure it wasn't something, you know, uh, something something major happening. Uh, sorry if it was a little intrusive. Oh, bless your heart. No, it's quite all right. So, the three of you go outside, wander the streets a bit... You pass by a couple things. You pass by a school, which seems to be in session right now. It's sort of like an outdoor classroom type thing. You pass by this retro-looking soda shop. And you finally arrive at what seems to be the official location for this town's Pokemon gym. Oh, factory! So cool! If only it wasn't so, uh colorful. What you stand before seems to be some sort of a brick and mortar factory now converted into a much pinker version of itself. And the Pokemon League gym sign hangs above the the rafters. Is it just me or is this gym kind of hurting everyone else's eyes too? As for me, I'm, I'm, I'm well past my prime in that, but if you two want to check it out, you can. Well, I've never tried. Wait, do you, you've never done it? A- I mean, I have seen a lot of league matches on TV, but uh, until yesterday, no, I have never been in an actual battle. Oh, well. Well, you can just follow my lead and watch the mastermind at work. And she saunters forth, trying to look all cool, and bursts through the doors. The doors swing open. The sweet smell you smelled last night hits you like a grenade of glucose as you come into this facility. That is way too strong. Avella takes a couple sniffs in the air. <laughs> Sucrose was a hint of whimsy. Definitely a very type gym. You enter what seems to be the lobby, which seems to be designed as some sort of candy shop. All sorts of colorful sweets and confectionaries lining the walls and filled in barrels. And at the very end of the room, you see a guy, sharply dressed in a suit and tie, with uh, sunglasses on, standing before the door to the rest of the facility. Hold on, let me guess. Champs in the makings? Yeah! Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, champ to be, right here. Well, Fantastic. Now, would I be too uh, presumptuous in presuming that this is your first time? Yes. Uh, yes. It actually is. All right, fresh meat. Well, I am Guy. I am your friendly gym guide. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a little old. Could you repeat your name one more time, please? I get that a lot. It's Guy. G-U-Y. Okay, so you're Guy the Guide. I'm the Guy. Oh. Right. Uh, let's see. Well, I'll just have you sign here. You competing as a group? Oh, are we? Guy will sit. I mean, I'm not much of a Pokemon trainer. I'm more of a breeder. Fine. 
You can cheer me on from the sidelines. Yeah, we can do uh, just uh, two of them. Though I was expecting, like, three of you all together. I assumed you were some team or group. Because we can do, like, more than... I mean, than... we... Oh, right. This is your first time. And I'm guessing you're not from this region, right? No, I'm originally from Hoenn. Ah, yeah. They do it mano a mano over there. With the exception of those twins from Mossdeep, of course. Well, here, the gym leader takes on groups of people at a time if they need to. All three of you can battle as one whole team. Chris, it'll be fun. I mean, I don't really think I need the help, but... Maybe a spare of strength in numbers? Why not? Please? You guys aren't going to stop asking me until I say yes, aren't you? Probably not. Maddie's just making puppy dog eyes at him and doesn't say anything. Sure. Sure. I, I, I suppose it could be fun. Fantastic. Now, once you pay the registration fee and sign right here, we'll have you all ready to go. Is what I'd be saying if uh, our gym leader was, you know, actually here. Wait. Huh? What? Hey, we're back to normal length episodes and back to the pause menu being in the middle of the episode again, where it should be. Um... Don't really got much to talk about right now, so I guess I'll just uh, do my spiel about Patreon and then get back to the episode. So one of the things about supporting the show at any tier level is that I might use one of your names for inspiration for coming up with my NPC's names. Now that isn't something that we've been doing recently because, well, we've been in the wild for the time being for the last, what, two, almost three episodes? But we will be introducing two NPCs with names based on our patrons next episode. And just to be clear, that does not include this first gym leader. We're just using the name we used in the playtest session. Though I might be changing the names of future gym leaders, so keep that in mind. For the $5 and uppers, last week they got a bonus tidbit on what goes into recording an episode. So if behind the scenes looks sound interesting to you, why not become a Great Baller tier supporter? And for the $10 and uppers, we say their name here in the pause menu. So thank you to our Ultra Ball tier supporter, Donkey Oto. Change their name back, okay. Becoming a patron is a great way to help support the show, but if that's not possible right now, and we get it, it might not be for you, uh, retweeting the show and sharing it with your friends goes a long, long way. If you do share it, uh, you can use the hashtag PKMNLegacy, all one word. And please, let us know that you're enjoying the show. It's kind of weird to play to a silent crowd. It makes us feel all good and tingly inside when you... when you say you're enjoying the show. We don't really have anything to plug this time around. Um, I guess I can plug myself. If you want to stay updated on the podcast or see a few bits and pieces from the show here and there, uh, maybe follow me on Twitter at KillianPoplicVA. Link should be in the description. Next episode should be in about two weeks on April 30th, but until then, stay safe, stay strong, and unpause. Wait, why is the gym leader not here? She's pretty, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Free-spirited, I guess? That's the best way to put it. Do you have any idea where this gym leader could have gone? Hold on, let me look around. Maybe I can find some uh, clues. Hold on. Uh, oh, here's something. 
guy hands you a sheet of crumpled notebook paper with to-do list written at the top in this obnoxiously bright purple crayon. Oh. And amidst the doodles of lightning bolts and guitars and skulls and motorcycles, you see in poor handwriting a written list of chores. Quick question. How old is this gym leader? Fifteen, sixteen, I think. Oh, right. Yep. Free-spirited. Let's see. Deliver pocket food to Nurse Joy. The Pokemon Center. It was needing food this morning. Teach Bratch about tight matchups. And and that school we passed by? Kick bikers out of Pop Shop. Is that a place? Maybe. So I'm pretty sure that was the list of the stuff she was supposed to do today. Maybe you can use it to retrace her steps, track her down. And hey, if you happen to pick up her slack, I'd be more than happy to waive the gym fee for you. Oh, well that doesn't sound too bad. We'll get it done. <laughs> I knew I liked you guys for a reason. Well, good luck and let me know how the hunt goes. Don't worry, you'll be seeing us very soon. The three of you exit the gym and go into the main part of... Wait, did I, did I even describe what this town is like yet? A little bit. You talked about the, like, store market that smelled really good. Right. Well, you look around Brayburg Town, and it's a small, quaint little town. Not as bustling as Port Gala was, but the brick-paved streets and the flowers and the nice smells of candy and baked goods, it, it's cozy. That's what this town is, cozy. Especially on a warm, bright, sunny day like this. So it's like a 1950s sort of vibe. Absolutely. Oh. Love it. Okay. So what's the plan? We split up? Splitting up would probably help cover more ground, but I don't know if we have... He, he kind of looks at Velma and Maddie. Would you both like to take one of these spots to try and find her, or would you prefer staying as a group and then going to a, a specific area to find this gym leader? Let's split up. We'll cover more ground. I'll go back to the Pokemon Center? I'll cover the school. I guess I'll go to the pop shop. Let's meet back at the Pokemon Center when we're done. We'll start with you, Maddie. Okay. As the rest of Team Dupan heads off, you spot in the corner of the factory lot outside uh, these big old bags of Pokemon food. Each one is half your size and half your weight by the looks of it. And on top of them, you notice taped to it a delivery slip. By the looks of things, it's this gym leader's responsibility to take these bags and carry them up the hill to the Pokemon Center. What do you do? I think I could probably carry that. Um, am I able to, like, pull out, like, send out my two Pokemon and get them to maybe help if they can carry one together? All right. You let out Bellini and... In between sessions, you said you wanted to nickname your Pyrimp? Yes, Lucille, yeah. All right, come out, Bellini. Come out, Lucille. <laughs> Let's do it. The uh, Pyrimp and the Mancino work as a team to lift one of the bags, <laughs> leaving you with the other bag, which you hoist over your shoulders. <sighs> and it is a very big bag. <sighs> Let's go. You reach the foot of the hill once more to the Pokemon Center. Now that it's sunny out, you see just how steep this hill actually is. So how are you going to get this Pokemon food up to the uh, up the hill to the Pokemon Center? 
Oof, good question. Um, am I able to like call for a Chansey? Like call for them to come down and get me? Let's have you roll for flashy. All right. No. <laughs> okay, so I got a negative one. Yeah, that's poor. Try to get the Chansey's attention as poorly as you can. Uh, hello. She just goes into a fit of coughing. It's stupid. That's what happens. You look up from your coughing fit. It says it seemed to have gotten their attention up there. Oh, what do I do now? Uh, and she looks over at her two Pokemon and she's like, anything you two can do? Bellini and Lucio look at you, then look at each other, and then... Pick, and follow me on this. They pick up their bags. And and this is the interesting part. They use their legs to move up the hill. But I'm tired. With the bag, mind you. With the bag. Too tired. Like normal people do. Hey, I had some good energy earlier. You're going to have to uh, just muscle through with this All one. Right. So roll a forceful. Roll a forceful. You just love doing roll forceful. What the... I say with the uh, zero, which is uh, mediocre, I think you do get up, but it has to be in a very comedic or very pathetic fashion. So yeah, she's going to try and push up the bag of food. She's like, it's kind of like digging itself into the ground. And she's like, Ugh! Wait, is, is she like placing it on the ground and like sort of like, like a, uh, a tackle dummy at, yes. at, at American football? Yes, she's not very smart. <laughs> So then, but then, then it takes her a moment and she tries to like put it on its side and roll it up. Rather than a roll, it's more like a flop. Then you walk up right, to again. exactly. Push it, flop. Walk up to again, push it, flop. Exactly. 30 minutes later. Oh, great. Nurse Joy looks up to see the glass doors slide open. And I'm just imagining at this point, you're a big old mess. You're drenched in sweat. You're winded. Her hair's all frazzled. Meanwhile, in the waiting room area, you can just see Bellini and Luciole sitting in a chair <laughs> and just flipping through this kid's magazine. Thanks for the help. Bellini just doesn't even look, just holds up his a thumbs up. <laughs> and Maddie flops to the floor. When you do eventually come to, you look around, but you don't find any sign of the gym leader. God. <laughs> but you did do a good service. And Nurse Joy, feeling bad for your troubles, uh, hands you a tip of five polka dollars. Maddie, I'm going to give you a fate point just because you're really playing to the Forever City Girl trope. So, yeah, just take a fate. Take a pity point. Ah, yee. All right, we go to Chi-Chi. Hey. So, Velma heads to the Pokemon school. It's this nice green outdoor classroom space. I mean, there's a schoolhouse, but it seems that the class today is being held outside right now. You see a bunch of kids half your age, but sadly not half your height. They're all sitting on stumps, waiting very restlessly. And the teacher catches sight of you. It's this rather older woman, hair in a bun... And she comes up to you and says, Oh, I don't remember seeing your face on the agenda. Are you a new student, little missy? Number one, 
Now, ugh. Number two, I'm looking for a... Did we learn her name yet? Uh, I don't think we... Well, it said on the list, didn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're right. On the handout I made, she wrote her name at the top. So, yeah, you do know her name. I'm looking for a Wendy. This is where she ran off to, right? Uh, no, she was supposed to be here. She was going to do a presentation about type matchups. <laughs> Unless you're going to fill in for her. But I suppose I'll just have to think of something else. Thumbel looks at all the little kids sitting around. Young, energetic, easily bent to her will. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Oh. Well, I, I was joking, but if you're volunteering, just keep it nice and simple. Basic type matchups like fire versus water, water versus grass, that sort of thing. Of course. No trouble at all. She takes out her Pokeballs and calls out her teaching assistants. And they... Oh, I forgot. I thought of a name for the Slinket. Oh? Goonie. I want him to be Goonie. Okay, got a motif going on over here. All right. Should I have you roll a sneaky or a clever or, or flashy or... Let me know your game plan. Flashy. Definitely flashy. Okay, what's your game plan, though? So my game plan is that I really wanted to come out with, like, Goonie and Minion... Uh, make this, like, a grand entrance, put on, like, a big show for the kids, try to turn them on to the dark side while they're young. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Roll for flashy. All right. Where's my token? There you are. Oh, come on! <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's time to use a fate point. What aspect can you use to help boost this or just give it a reroll? Wait, so what does it count... What does a two count as, like, on the scale? A two is fair, but I don't think you want to settle for that. No, I do not. I'll go ahead and re-roll. Wait, so what aspect are you using? Oh, okay, uh, self-proclaimed evil genius. All right, explain, elaborate. Okay, so being an evil genius gives her a flair for the dramatic, so she's going to be all to protect the world from devastation on their butts. Going to convince them to join her army of minions. Okay, I like that. I'll take away a fate point, so you're at one fate point left now. And go ahead and re-roll. All right. Finally! Okay, that's good. Tell me when to start the music. All right. <clears throat> Greetings, young trainers. I have been told to instruct you on the nuances of type matchups. Fire beats water. Water beats grass. Grass beats fire. But you don't want to beat your enemies. You gotta crush your enemies! Minion, kill my jam! You must have every ounce of cunning! You find their weak spots, and you rip the ground from underneath their feet! That's your ground now! You're gonna use it! You're gonna pave your own path! And then a spotlight suddenly hits Velma. I am Velma! And I shall show you the path of glory! <laughs> After that, the kids are all on their feet. They're cheering. They're chanting. They're going, Wevolution! Wevolution! And the teacher spits out her coffee and quickly whisks you towards the gate of the whole school area. And you hear her say, Well, I'd be more mad if Wendy did much better of a job. Here's three polka dollars. Never come here again. She takes the money and gives a very smug smile. Wherever you say. Little Missy. And then she swaggers on out of there. <laughs>